0: Our verse this morning comes from Psalms. And it's this, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. It comes from Psalm 119, 105. We've got quite a few extra of these sheets because there's not many children here today because it must be all the way on half term. So if any adults would like to take these away with them at the end and do some coloring in, they are very, very welcome so we've been doing some activities this morning about making our way through things whether it's from one side of the church to the other or across the branches and um, this is to illustrate some points that came to mind when i was thinking about this verse so when i was growing up i was in the venture scouts and i can remember loads of memorable evenings um, out on the new forest where we where we live where we grew up with my friends playing games in the dark Um, I also grew up orienteering with my family and um, there are a few events each year which are night events and so you have to run through the woods with a head torch um, and try and find the control flags and, and get those. And one thing that I learned from the scout games and from the orienteering is that when you're trying to find your way through the woods in the dark, that it's all very well being able to see ahead of you, but actually even more important sometimes is being able to see your feet because there are loads of obstacles in the way. There are branches to step on, there are roots across the path to trip over, brambles at knee height that are going to scratch you, the muddy puddles to step in, and I really don't like getting my feet wet, so that last one was a big no-no. And if you aim your torch at kind of head height and carry on looking straight ahead, then you might well see the big obstacles coming up. So you might see the tree in the middle of the path, or you might see the way the path bends around. But actually you might trip over 10 things on the way to getting to that tree. And um, if you shine your light directly on the path in front of you, you'll be able to see all those small branches. You can see all those puddles and those rocks that are just waiting to trip you up or, or you know, make you t- twist an ankle or get wet feet. And that way, you can navigate around them or over them or, or through them, and they allow you to reach that tree in one piece or reach that turn in one piece. And this is what I kind of thought of when I, when I looked at this verse. Because if we use the Bible to help us navigate all the small things in life, all those day-to-day things that are just kind of waiting in our path, well, then when we come across that big tree in our way, or we come across the turn in our path, actually, we'll have the energy and the strength to face them. But if we don't concentrate on those small things... Um, if we can't see them, if we don't use the light that we've been given, if we don't use our Bible, we end up tripping over or hurting ourselves, bruising a knee or getting scratched. And then when we reach the big obstacles, they actually might floor us completely because we're too weak from the journey to get there to want to go any further. And not only does God's word written down in the Bible give us directions on how to live our life, as we saw earlier, how to navigate the obstacles it also gives us the confidence to do so. You know, those testimonies that we heard earlier, how much more confidence did those people have to do those things after they'd had that confirmation from God? And so in my Bible reading at the moment, I've been um, reading through the Psalms. I've been using this book here, which takes the Psalms. And the Psalms that I'm reading through at the moment, I've lost count of the amount of times that the word steadfast love keeps coming up. And it comes up over and over and over again. And that's reminding me about all those times in the past where God has showed me his steadfast love. And all those times in the future that whenever I run into trouble, his love isn't going to change. And all those times in the Bible where he's been there for his people over and over again. And if he can do that for them, he can do that for me. And so I know that if I'm in the middle of something and I need help, actually, I've got that foundation. I know that God's love is steadfast. And I won't have to worry that it's going to leave me because I've done my Bible reading. I've had, the, I've had the, the words given to me. I've had the proof in what I've lived. And if I need reminding of that, I know now that all I have to do is go back to the Psalms and read about it, and it's there, and it tells me all about it. The reading that I'm doing now helps me navigate my path in life later on and there's that famous verse from Jeremiah isn't there Jeremiah 29 11. for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to give you hope and a future Fraser told us about that verse last week and, and said it was one of his favorite passages now if I know my Bible if I know where that passage is if I know how to find it if I've thought about that passage I know that God God has good things in store for me God's plan is for me to end up with eternal life in heaven alongside Jesus. And this can give me hope. It can give me strength to face the obstacles that I come across. Because reading our Bibles and believing in Jesus doesn't mean that we won't run into obstacles along the way of life. So in the games that we played this morning, um, the people that had obstacles to navigate, when they were crossing the church, they had those obstacles there. But the ones who could see, they were able to navigate those obstacles more effectively they could get over them better and in this church when you get baptized the church presents you with a bible now I've not actually asked any of the leadership team this but I think this is a very deliberate act because when you get baptized you're saying publicly you're starting to walk along a certain path and we as a church we want to give you the best tools to navigate that path in the best way possible And that Bible that you get given is the light that will help you on that path. So in that first game, did you notice the difference between the three walkers? So the first one, um, with a blindfold and no instructions, was very slow, stumbled. When he got to the obstacle, he didn't know what to do. And he, he couldn't quite navigate around it. And this is how we are without God's word in our lives. The second is if we don't read God's Bible for ourselves... So we can come to church and we can come to other groups and we can get other people telling us the Bible, which is absolutely fantastic. Please don't stop that. Um, but if we don't know God's word for ourselves, when we come to those, um, those points or, um, you know, the obstacle was there and we had the, no, the other left, didn't we? Actually, that, that support is there, um, but it's a little bit confusing. Sometimes we need to know. We need to be able to see for ourselves. So without that own knowledge, we might find ourselves struggling at at certain points. But the third person illustrates the person who makes reading their Bible and listening to God's word a priority in their lives. You know, there are still difficulties, they still have to cross that space, but actually we can trust in the direction we're going, where we're placing our feet. We can see, we can have confidence on our walk. So our verse today says that God's word is a lamp to our feet, And a light to our path. And both of these phrases I think. They kind of focus on the immediate surroundings. Because a lamp only lights up the next section of the path. It doesn't show you what's around the bend. It can't show you what's behind the tree. And I do believe that this is a little bit deliberate. Because God wants us to trust him. At every step of the way. And as we take each step. We then see more of the path. The light comes with us. So. I was thinking about this and i think oh lord sometimes i just I get a little bit impatient and i quite like to see to the end I, i'd really like to see to the end lord um but then i started thinking about it and i was thinking okay so if i could see to the end what would happen i'd probably go brilliant thanks god see ya and i'd run off without him or i'd go oh my goodness look at that great big puddle Actually, what I think I'll do is maybe try and avoid the puddle and head off the path and around it. But actually, I don't know that off the path is a great big bog that's not just going to get my feet wet that I'm going to totally sink into. So by only showing me a little bit of the path at a time, actually God's telling me to walk by faith. He's got me. He has promises for my life. He has promises for your life. He's asking me to trust in those promises navigate through the now without getting caught up in what's ahead. So these notes that I'm using to to read through the Psalms had this really helpful piece of advice the other day. When you read your Bible and let its truth shine on your path, God will show you what he wants you to do. And we've just heard that, haven't we, in those testimonies this morning. Actually, God shows us if we ask him. And I really pray that if you don't already, that this morning will will inspire you to start reading your Bible for yourself, because even if it's just a verse a day, I guarantee that you will notice the difference in your relationship with Jesus. Um, So, as I finish, I thought I'd give you some examples of how you can read God's Word for yourself, because I was chatting with someone yesterday, and and we realised that actually one barrier to kind of starting to read God's Word is maybe I don't really know how to do it or I don't know what works for me and luckily for you I am a person who quite likes changing her mind all the time and doing things in different ways depending on how I feel so over the years I've tried loads of different ways of reading the bible because actually at one time something suits me really well and then in another time something something else suits me and that's how I feel at that time I'm still reading that's not that's not changing Um, but the way I do it can change so these are a few examples that I've kind of gathered together of how I've done it so um, the first one is this it's the bible in one year this is um, given out by um, Nicky Gumbel um, who started up the alpha courses he's kind of designed this and he splits the bible into chunks so it gives you a little bit of psalms and proverbs a little bit of the new testament and a little bit of the old testament every day and it it has it listed, you know, January the 1st, here we go, March the 12th, and I actually wrote in the of mine, this was, someone else told me they did this, and I thought, what a good idea, so I wrote in the of mine, the date I started and the date I finished, and it actually took me 15 months, not 12, but that's okay, that's alright, there's also an app that goes along with this, so if you don't want to cart around a big book, you can have it on your phone, you can have it on your tablet, it's also audio version, So you can listen to it in the car as you're on your way to work or to school or to wherever you're going. Um, I've also had these at points. So um, this here is a letter. It's a letter from God to me. And each line of the letter is made up of a verse from the Bible. And you can see the little marks by the side. So I took this letter and I kept it on my kitchen table. And every morning while I was having breakfast... I read one verse and then while I was eating my cereals I thought about that verse I thought about what God wanted from that verse, what he wanted to tell me what he wanted me to respond to it and I just did one one verse a day Um, I found another one of these that possibly looks like Fraser's handwriting so he might have done one for the church as well so if anyone wants copies of those we can get you those afterwards so that's, that's quite a nice easy way to do it Um, I like to write, I'm I'm quite a writer, I like to organise my thoughts on paper, so quite often I have a notebook with me, and I tend to um, write notes on what I'm doing, and there are really handy Bible reading notes here, so we've got loads of different versions, Um, I quite like these ones, this is my preference, you can carry these around in in your bag or whatever, and then you've got them at whatever time you need, they give you a little reading for the day, and then they give you three questions to make you think about it. Um, they do give you a little bit of space in between each question. I like writing a lot, so I have to carry my own notebook with me as well, but those are quite handy. Um, these ones is, is something for new Christians, and it's again, it's got a little verse, and then it's got some questions about it, just to think about. Take that on the bus with you as you're, as you're going into work, and just think about the questions on the bus. Um, other ways that I've done it are to go okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read through the book of Acts, for instance and I'm going to read a chapter each time and then I'm going to try and write down the chapter in my own words in my little notebook, but I'm only going to use half a page to do it and what that does is it makes me think about what are the most important points in that chapter, what's God really saying to me through that can I summarise, can I think about it and it just gets you thinking about it um another thing that i've done in here is i know that there's lots of creative people in the church um i was going through a a bit of a creative bit at one point so i took uh i was reading through the psalms and then if a verse jumped out at me i'd write it out and i'd color it in you know and the act of coloring it in made me think about what i was coloring in what i was reading um I know, hopefully, Amy doesn't mind me saying this, but when she got baptised recently, she got a beautiful Bible um, from Roy and Pam, and she brought it along to our mission community and showed us. And it's, it's one of these journaling Bibles, and it's got space at the sides for you to write down all your notes, you can colour it in. It's got some things already written, so actually, if you don't think you're very good at, at writing and, and things, it's, it's like our verses here. Actually, it's given you a template, that you can do already and that that was fantastic so um, i'm sure roy and pam have some of those brilliant christmas presents to give out to people um, another thing that i quite often do is i have a long journey to work i love listening to stuff in the car because actually that's time by myself so i we went to new wine a few years ago and i bought the talks from new wine and i put that in the car And I listen to the talk and then I turn off the radio at the end and I spend the rest of the time thinking about it, praying, asking God, you know, what He wants me to to get out of that. So those are loads of different ways, as you can see. Hopefully, you know, you might have your own, you might have your own way um, of studying. Those are just a few of the ones that I've used over the years. And the one thing that I, I really would say is when you choose to read your Bible. Just try and find somewhere or or a particular time that you won't be interrupted. Um, It doesn't matter how long or how short it is. As I said, you know, I used to do it over breakfast. Well, actually, it takes you, what, 10 minutes to eat your breakfast? Um, And for some people, they find doing things earlier in the morning better. You might be able to get up 15 minutes early each day and read your Bible to start with. That's a great way to, to spend your day. Or over breakfast. Some other people might not be morning people. Or they might have loads of little people running around and interrupting their breakfast, in which case it's not possible. But you might have some time to yourself in the car after you've dropped those little people at school um, and you're on your way to work. Or you might actually think, well, I always read before I go to bed. How about instead of reading the novel, you read your Bible instead, just for 10 minutes and just spend that that last portion of the day giving it to God. So turning off your phone for those 10 or 15 minutes and starting each session with just a really simple prayer. God, please speak to me through your word. And you'll be amazed at what happens when you actually do this. So those are some examples. If you have any questions about where to start, then do ask someone afterwards for tips. Um, I'm very happy to help we saw at the start there were loads of people standing up saying they'd read their Bibles on their own. So, you know, if one of those people was sat next, was sat next to you or stood up next to you, ask them for what they do. Um, Roy and Pam have also been amazing This morning, I sent them a little email and said, oh, this is what I'm talking about. Maybe you could bring some examples. And we have an entire table full of ways that you can read your Bible here, which is just fantastic. Roy and Pam do such a good job um, fulfilling this church um, with resources. Yeah, And we are really grateful that we get to have this here. There's loads of countries in the world that would love to have the resources that we have. So if you can encourage Roy and Pam and you can go over and you can have a look at what's there afterwards you might find it you might think oh well the way i'm doing something at the moment it's not working for me go and ask them they've got years of experience they've got loads of loads of different things there and you'll find really really useful helpful stuff they've also brought along some free things as well so if you think oh well i'm not really sure how i get on with this um, go and pick up the free resources because then if you like it you can go back to them and get some more later on. So thank you, Roy and Pam. We're really grateful for all you do for the church. So that's just what I'm going to finish on today, really, is just to say, I hope I've inspired you. Go out, pick up your Bible, listen to God for yourselves because he wants to he wants to know you. He wants to talk to you. And the only way that, that he can talk to you is by us opening the communication with him as well. Um, so while the band have come up um, for our last worship session... I'm just going to pray and and give this morning to God. So, Father God, I really want to thank you that you have given us instructions for life in the form of your word, the Bible. I want to thank you that you didn't leave us without any guidance, that you haven't left us, that you want to speak to us. You want to communicate with us. Um, I just pray this morning, Lord, that as we go away from this place that this week we just feel really inspired to study your word, to read our Bibles and to ask you about our paths ahead. Let us give our days to you, Lord. Thank you for lighting our way so that we can be confident as we go about our journey of life, that you're with us, that you will never leave us. Please help us to prioritise time to be with you this week and speak to us as we do, to encourage us. Amen.